May 7th. And as we look into the New Testament for today's reading, we'll be narrating out of the book of John, chapter 5, verses 1 through 23. Now the Father broke his Sabbath rest to help two sinners, and Jesus followed his example. In the world of nature, the Father is healing bodies, multiplying food, turning water into wine, and so forth. But he takes longer to do those things. Our Lord's miracles are the Father's works done instantly. Whether instantly or gradually, they are the wonderful works of God. And with that, we begin today's reading from the New Testament. May 7, John chapter 5, verses 1 through 23. Afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the Sheep Gate, was the pool of Bethesda, with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for thirty-eight years. When Jesus saw him and knew how long he had been ill, he asked him, Would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred up. While I'm trying to get there, Someone else always gets in ahead of me. Jesus told him, Stand up, pick up your sleeping mat, and walk. Instantly the man was healed. He rolled up the mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath day. So the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, You can't work on the Sabbath. It's illegal to carry that sleeping mat. He replied, The man who healed me said to me, Pick up your sleeping mat and walk. Who said such a thing as that? They demanded. The man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But afterward Jesus found him in the temple and told him, Now you are well, so stop sinning, or something even worse may happen to you. Then the man went to find the Jewish leaders, and told them it was Jesus who had healed him. So the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. But Jesus replied, My father never stops working, so why should I? So the Jewish leaders tried all the more to kill him. In addition to disobeying the Sabbath rules, he had spoken of God as his father, thereby making himself equal with God. Jesus replied, I assure you, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son also does. For the Father loves the Son and tells him everything he is doing, and the Son will do far greater things than healing this man. You will be astonished at what he does. He will even raise from the dead anyone he wants to, just as the Father does. And the Father leaves all judgment to his Son." so that everyone will honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. But if you refuse to honor the Son, then you are certainly not honoring the Father who sent Him. We're reading Psalm 105, verses 37 through 45. God sent Joseph to Egypt to preserve Jacob's family so they could become a great nation, just as He had promised. He sent Moses to Egypt to deliver His people. He sent Aaron to assist Moses and serve as high priest for a sinful people. You see, God always has a man or a woman ready to sin when a job has to get done. 
and he waits for you and me to say, Lord, here am I. Send me. All right. Welcome, Refuge Radio. Welcome to the first edition of Sitting with the Cool Breeze. I'm your host, Matt the Cool Breeze Ward. And today is a special one. I have one of my closest friends in the ministry with me, Matt Stout. Uh, Matt, man, how are you been? I've been great, man. But uh, I'm kind of struggling right now for real because um, one of my best friends, Narayan, just got released last night. And to be honest, man, it's really uh, it's really weighing on my heart. I would really love to say that I'm everything's peachy, but for the most part, life is pretty good right now. But Narayan's really been on my mind since last night, and I'm just uh, we all need to really pray for him and just uh, keep him in our thoughts. And um, you know, just because someone gets released, that doesn't mean that you're still not part of the refuge family and the community, and uh, we're never going to forget about anybody. You know, we still love you, and uh, we're always here for you, no matter what. So we love you, Narayan. Definitely, definitely. Uh, that one hit me too. Uh, another close friend of mine. All right, so just tell me real quick. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself uh, as far as where you're from and what phase you're in. Well, I'm from a little hole-in-the-wall town. Um, it's called Manchester, Ohio. It's like one mile long, and um, there's nothing there. It's uh, <laughs> it's just a little small town, man. It's um, Yeah. It's in between Cincinnati and uh, Portsmouth on the river, on the Ohio River. So, yeah. Okay, okay. And what phase are you in? I'm in fourth phase right now. Okay. Um. So just tell me, uh, what has a refuge done for you this far? Secondly, and how um, do you see God moving in your life right now? Like, what has he done? Well, um, so right now I, know, I can see God moving in quite a few parts of my life. One being like the situation I just described earlier with Narayan. In the past, I would have just ran to a drug or ran to some woman or something like that. But now I just lean on God and um, ask him what to do and just wait for his answer. I'm just patient. Just let the spirit lead me. Um, I don't get excited and make impulse decisions. I, uh, you know. I got relationships with brothers here that I can uh, I can let them help me bear my burdens and I can like puke all over them and just let them know what I'm going through. Right. And I know that's God because in the past I would never do that. I would keep all that in and I would eventually implode and it would be all bad, but that's not the way it is anymore. I know God's doing that. He's renewed my mind and my heart and he's fixed my heart problem. So right. all the glory goes to God for that. That's not me. Um, it's definitely not me. I did that for 30 years, and that was me messing up for 30 years. But I'm listening to God now, so that's how I see him working in my life. Exactly. That's a good answer, too. Um, I think you nailed on one of the uh, key things about the refuge, to definitely lean on your brothers. Um, that's exactly what we're all here for. Um, that's just literally uh, fundamentally what makes you get through uh, the ministry. Yep. Um, so... Also, what are some key pointers uh, that you will leave to the guys behind you um, to help them make it to where you're at now? Okay, I would say um, sometimes it's hard to hear, but, you know, you got you to gotta die to yourself. It's not all about you. And I, I can take my own advice on this, too. I'm not the best at it myself, but we have to die to ourselves. It's not all about, it's not all about Matt Stout. It's not all about Matt Ward. It's about the men around us, and it's about 
Christ. It's not about us. It's about everyone but ourselves. Right. It's about the man to your left and to your right, the man in front of you, the man sitting there eating an egg sandwich right now. It's not about you. <laughs> I mean, you have to die to yourself, and you have to be content in every situation. you got to be able to just know that God's got a hand right over you right in this very moment, and he's got you right where he wants you. Um, mm. You know, sometimes you're going through a, a hard time, and you, you don't really see God in that picture. But you just have to know that he works in mysterious ways. And um, if you just walk it out and keep being obedient in the end, you will be blessed. Because God loves us. We're children of God. And he wants us to He wants us to do good. And he wants to see us uh, shine. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And real quick, um, lastly, when completing the refuge um, to you, what is the most important thing um, for you to carry out to be successful um, just in life in general, uh, what would that be? Oh man, that's an easy one. I would say accountability. Um, if you don't have accountability, if you're not willing to be a- held accountable by another man, then, um, you're, you're not, you're not going to come out on top. You're going to fail. Um, it's hard to come to that realization sometimes. And, uh, we all think that we can do it on our own. Um, I think that's something everybody sometimes that they think that they can do it on their own. I've done it myself. Definitely, me too. You know where that led me every time was uh, in trouble or behind bars or um, high. So you can't do it alone. If you don't have people holding you accountable, um, eventually curiosity is going to kill the cat and um, it's not going to end up good. So just uh, accountability, keeping relationships, keep uh, involved in the community and with the church and everything's going to turn out just fine for you. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Well, that sums up this first edition of Sitting with the Cool Breeze. Um, I am, again, your host, Matt the Cool Breeze Ward. Uh, I just want to thank you, Matt Stout, uh, for joining me today. That's no problem, Matt. Uh, I really appreciate it, man. I love you, brother. I love you too, man. Peace out. Peace. Psalm 105, verses 37 through 45. But he, the Lord, brought his people safely out of Egypt, loaded with silver and gold, There were no sick or feeble people among them. Egypt was glad when they were gone, for the dread of them was great. The Lord spread out a cloud above them as a covering and gave them a great fire to light the darkness. They asked for meat, and he sent them quail. He gave them manna, bread from heaven. He opened up a rock, and water gushed out to form a river through the dry and barren land. For he remembered his sacred promise to Abraham his servant. So he brought his people out of Egypt with joy, his chosen ones with rejoicing. He gave his people the lands of pagan nations, and they harvested crops that others had planted. All this happened so they would follow his principles and obey his laws. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 14, verses 28 and 29. A growing population is a king's glory. A dwindling nation is his doom. Those who control their anger have great understanding. Those with a hasty temper will make mistakes.